It's Monday, June 13th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The S&P 500 was on track to open in bear market territory, while global stocks tumbled and bond yields jumped as fears over inflation rattled investors around the world. Futures for the S&P 500 were down 2.4% on Monday, a drop that would push the index's loss since its record close in January above the 20% threshold that defines a bear market if the decline holds through the close. Contracts for the technology-focused NASDAQ 100, which entered bear market territory in March, were down 3%. Futures for the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 2%. The Federal Reserve will begin its latest two-day policy meeting Tuesday, and most investors believe that the central bank will announce Wednesday it is raising its benchmark interest rate by half a percentage point. Around the world, China's defense minister said the country is developing its nuclear arsenal, a move he said was appropriate given the state of international security, and warned that Beijing would fight to block Taiwanese independence. General Wei Fenghe's comments Sunday at a conference in Singapore lined up directly with China's previously stated official lines, but the timing of the announcement was a direct pushback to Washington, which is seeking to bolster its own influence in Asia. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said Saturday that China was taking a more aggressive approach to territorial claims and that its military was increasingly engaging in provocative behavior including around Taiwan, where Chinese warplanes have been probing the island's air defenses. On Sunday, General Wei responded, saying it was U.S. strategy in the Asia-Pacific region that was propelling the two sides toward confrontation. Regarding Taiwan, he issued a defiant message often voiced by Beijing. No one should ever underestimate the resolve and ability of the Chinese military to safeguard its territorial integrity, he said. In other news, the war in Ukraine has turned into a grinding artillery contest where Russia is steadily gaining ground thanks to its overwhelming advantage in firepower. As the U.S. and allies gather Wednesday to discuss fresh military aid to Kyiv, Ukraine's fate will largely depend on how fast and in what quantities these heavy weapons will arrive. Without a broad and rapid increase in military assistance, Ukraine faces a defeat in the eastern Donbas region, Ukrainian officials warn. That would pave the way for Russia to pursue its offensive to Odessa and Kharkiv after regrouping in coming months, they say, and potentially all the way back to the capital, Kyiv, after that. Western officials and analysts question whether Russia has the wherewithal to achieve this, even if it makes further gains in the Donbas region. They say Russia's military has been severely battered in the war and might lack the manpower and equipment to advance beyond the Donbas area soon. However, Russia still enjoys a significant superiority over Ukraine in artillery and armor. Back in the U.S., Senate bargainers on Sunday announced the framework of a bipartisan response to last month's mass shootings, a noteworthy but limited breakthrough offering modest gun curbs and stepped-up efforts to improve school safety and mental health programs. The proposal falls far short of tougher steps long sought by President Biden and many Democrats. Even so, the accord was embraced by Biden and enactment would signal a significant turnabout after years of gun massacres that have yielded little but stalemate in Congress. Biden said in a statement that the framework does not do everything that I think is needed, but it reflects important steps in the right direction and would be the most significant gun safety legislation to pass Congress in decades. And, 
Habitat for Humanity International, which recently received a hefty donation from billionaire Mackenzie Scott, said it plans to spend more than $25 million to increase the number of black homeowners in the U.S. The organization said it aims for the new initiative to create 3 million new black homeowners by 2030. Habitat for Humanity said the $25 million will be spent over the next three to five years. The initiative, called Advancing Black Home Ownership, was in the works before Ms. Scott donated $436 million to the organization earlier this year. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.